Welcome to the EBC podcast, More Than Fitness. With a combined 50 years worth of experience and knowledge in the industry, we're going to have an open discussion on everything fitness and more. Hosted by myself, Wes, an EBC director, James Sweeney, a sports scientist and EBC director, Glyn Roberts, a former Royal Marine and EBC director, and Will Young, our online coach specialist and EBC instructor. Welcome back to the EBC podcast, More Than <laughs> Fitness. Uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about the EBC 60 program that we run. So again, uh, looking at a very loose chat about it, we're going to talk about the evolution of it, how it started, where it started from, and how it's, it's kind of evolved into this little monster now that Will looks after. Is that right, Will? <laughs> Apparently so. Every, every episode, I just love throwing stuff yeah. at Will. He just stares at me. So I'll take it over to Jim and Glyn first, because obviously they were... The initial creators of Intellect. It was called. It, it was called Intellect back in the day. Why? Like, did, why did we call it Intellect? Was intellect with the E. Did you see what we did there? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Geniuses! I'm gonna clap you boys. Yeah. We, we loved it. We what, loved it. We what, loved it. Not just a hat. <laughs> marketable YouTube. Eat Intellect. We were like, oh, I thought yeah. it was a great branding of a name. Yeah, yeah. We I mean, so. it's a great Which branding. Which is so good, we didn't keep it. <laughs> Go on. So, so, look, it was originally. It was just. There was a lot of rubbish out there, um, in terms, and, and, there, and there still is in, in, from a nutrition point of view. And we really kept it really basic and kept it quite sciencey. To be fair, that was the that was the bottom line of it. We laughing at. <laughs> well, we, the thing is, like we, you know, we said about it before we started filming that there's that a lot of people are kind of like when they go, they sign up to diets or plans and stuff. And there's nothing wrong with this. Again, like we always have our opinion on stuff. I'm not saying everything's always like negative. But when you're told what to eat all the time, you, 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 you don't think for yourself. And if you want something to be long-term, which is what we should be achieving in this game, right? We are looking for long-term results. We are not looking. Competition, like we've spoken about this before, is different. Photo shoot, different. You want to drop weight for a fight, different. You need strict plans, right? Yeah. But if you can't stick to something in a year's time, don't start it because it needs to be longevity, right? So the point of intellect was with the intellect part of it, was to get people to Brilliant. learn their own process by us not ramming fucking information down their neck and saying to them, right, right what do you eat for breakfast? This is what we're, try it this way, try it that way. How's your energy levels? We're, we're trying to get them to educate themselves. You were big at the start as well on not overloading people. So we always, the first, one of the first things we did was try to keep it really simple and then progress it. So once you've gone through the first couple of weeks, we progress it on and you take a little bit more on. So you weren't trying to change too much too quickly, which I think was quite sensible. And that's still a running theme now, yeah. without a shadow of a doubt. But I think it, was really, it's really, it still is really simple. You're looking at daily energy needs and basically that number for that person. And that's, that's quite specific. People seem to get that wrong. They want to get into the nitty gritty before they look at energy needs. People try you know? before they can walk. Yeah. How much energy is going out? You know, as well, that, that's, that's misconstrued with people. I yeah. think we're teaching people patience as well. Yeah, because there's no there's a, magic pill. Yeah, like because we, always like, say. we all know, don't we? A lot of people don't have any patience. We all know as trainers that people are like, literally... Instant gratification. I want that to happen. Yeah. It's like, like, you know, so I always explain this. I said this the other day to someone. I think it was my sister-in-law. I was like, you, you, can't, you can't gain body fat like that. Do you know what I mean? You don't wake up in three, four days of time and go like, oh, shit. <laughs> so don't expect to lose it. <laughs> it's very true, now that it's true. It's true, though, isn't it? It's a gradu- people, people, people were happy to go. Oh, I let myself go, and you know, for the last two years, I've eaten shit, and I've slowly put weight on. 
But then they go, but I've got a holiday in two weeks, can I get rid of it? You're like, well, it took you two years to gain it. So what, why do you think <laughs> you're you going to fucking yeah, lose you've always got to consider how long it takes. That's, that's not what we used to say to people. You used to be like, yeah, I'm now a surgeon. Harley Street, get it sucked out. If you would have done that quick, there you go, uh, go pay five grand and get sucked out of it. That's a good point. But you're not, are you? Like People no. are happy to, or to, happy to accept the fact it's taking them six months, a year, two years, five years to put on three or four stone. But they're not happy to accept it's going to take them a six months, a year two years to lose it again. The other one one that sticks out as well is when people say to you, you know, my friend so-and-so is on this diet and usually they're very restrictive and she's lost half a stone, seven pounds in a week. Right, well, let's think about it logically. You haven't, you haven't, you haven't, (laughs) I wasn't going to say that. (laughs) But ultimately, you haven't burnt fat, have you? We're we're trying to set people up to metabolise fat, which takes time. You're saying it takes time to put on, it takes time, scientifically, it takes time to come off. Most of these fatty diets are setting people up basically to lose weight, whether that be water, feces, glin, you know, and anything else that's in your gut. Yeah, easy. But like that seems to be misconstrued with people as well. So you see that a lot, you know, like, and I think we got tired of seeing the same stuff and thinking, well, if we can go from a factual based sort of um, place yeah. and a, fact, a science-y based place and offer an intervention for people, and that's where it started. But also it, was, it got a really... I got really fed up with seeing on social media someone saying, this is the way to do it. Drop your carbs. You know, carbs. Yeah, that was, no, no carbs before marbs. Like, and all, you know, and all this kind of shit or, you know, you know. Oh, just go keto or Yeah, just... keto this. And like, you know, we said this in, when we, had, we did the talks for Ant Middleton, didn't we? Do you remember? And I, I said to people like, what's, you know, all of these diets, if you want to call them diets, interventions, whatever they call, what's the one thing every single one of them has got in common? Apple cider vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 sorry. Wait, sorry. Is that right? Wait, listen, I'll get you in the ending. That's bullshit. We're going to plug up inside the car. No, sorry, wrong, sorry, mate. What's the, what's the one thing they've all got in common? Calorie deficit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> sorry. Do you know sorry, what I mean? Serious. Yeah. It's not the cutting of the carbs. It's not anything like that. So, like, I'll, I'll explain this one. So this is one that I used in one of the talks once, wasn't it? They did a study, this was years ago now, so I can't cite where I got it from. They did this genuine study. They took two groups of people and they both put in calorie deficits. But within the diet, one group had bread in the diet. One group didn't have bread in the diet, right? Both groups lost their respective weights, as you'd expect. But this group that had the diet, the bread in the diet, sustained the diet for longer. Why? Because they enjoyed, enjoyed it. what they were eating. Mm-hmm. Bread's so nice. If you enjoy well, it, right. you're going to sustain it. It's not the fucking bread that means you put on your weight. It's like livable. People say livable. to me, I cut out, I cut out teas and coffees, so I'm, I, um, uh, I must be like lactose intolerant or something like that because I'm not having a milk anymore. It's like, well, how many do you have a day? Like five, six a day. How much milk do you think you put in? About that much. Add that up over a week. What's that? Three pints? Four pints? That's a lot of calories you just mm. cut out of your diet, mate. Yeah. yeah. It's not the fucking milk. I think yeah. over the years, there's a few things that always pop up and you might have a, you know, this is kind of more your game now, yeah. Will, so you might have a bit to say on this as well, but... Hopefully. We, we, we um... <laughs> <laughs> don't have that Do you know what? I keep trying to say something, but Glenn, so you yeah. fucking laugh. Oh, but listen, listen, so... This, tone, this, was, this was built off of, like, we saw the same things happening and I think timing, you've covered it a little bit, Timing is huge for people. Yeah. So like, that's a consideration. If you're looking to do anything in terms of making a change in your lifestyle or nutrition, have a look at what's going on around you. If you've got loads of things going on and loads changing, now's not a good time. Mm-hmm. So timing is huge. 
I always think people underestimate how active they are. You know, like, and, and, and basically, sorry, overestimate. Calorie requirement. Sorry, they, they overestimate how active they are. You know, they, they, they're doing probably less than they think they are. So I've got that wrong way around. And I think they definitely underestimate what, what they put in their mouth and how much they're eating. Yeah, and I think sure. those things, they're, like, they're all common problems that, that you see. And I think the minute you bring people back down to, well, let's have a look at you week on week. You know, let's have a look at your data. Let's have a look at, let's track for a bit. You know, and it, it, it then starts to jump out at you what's going on. And there's a bit of realisation for them as well. But I think most of it is nailing down those kind of few issues and then giving feedback to, you know, to the clients. And I think, you know, that's something that we've started to do a lot more readily with um, the 60-day challenges it is now. Yeah, that's why it's so useful to have all these, this kind of data that we can track these days is that if I take one of my clients, for example, um, they, they thought they were a really active person, getting plenty of steps in, until they actually got a smartwatch, connected it through to the app, and we tracked it for a week. And on the weekends, yeah, fine, 10,000 plus steps. But throughout the week, they, they worked on an office job, on a desk job, and it would be around 2,000 steps on a daily basis, and they didn't realise that. And then we went through a period of time as well where they were tracking their food, and they were forgetting all sorts of things. They weren't adding calories in from sources through, through any liquid calories and things that they were missing out on. They weren't adding liquid calories. That's classic, isn't it? Uh, yeah, always, always. And, um, and then what, what you start to realise over time is when, when they're questioning it and they're like, well... I need to drop my calories down. It's like, no, we should actually be looking at how many calories you're actually consuming. Mm. You log in everything that is has a calorie that's going in your mouth. Um, and, and then we're going to get a proper figure of it. That's why it's so useful these days to have all the, all the data that we can track and everything that we can follow because you can get it exactly that, kind of down to a T of where you want it to be. I just don't think the problem is as well that, people, that, that one of the things that we try and do, and we're a big believer in this, is making people accountable. Mm -hmm. Because one thing I don't think people are when they come to looking actually why they're not losing the fact that, well, I'm going to say fat, not weight, because we all know yeah. it's the fat we want to lose. We're looking to why they're fat. not, because they're not being truthful or accountable to themselves. Yeah. You know, they might go, oh, I've been, I've been really good Monday to Friday, cause, and, and, and they've let themselves go at the weekend. If I, if I, if I do the math right, isn't like, that's 70% of your week. So you've still got 30% of your week at the weekend mm -hmm. like you yeah. can really fucking go off plan over two days yeah. do you know what I mean they're like oh I don't seem to lose any weight well because you're eating like this Monday to Friday then you're killing it over two days your weight loss should be over a 10 day period and then extend it extend it I was yeah. having this actually discussion with you this morning weren't yeah, I and it's morning. like you need to calculate your calories into a weekly total 100%. you can split them up however you, however you please throughout the week it yeah. doesn't matter what as long as it's the same by the end of the week yeah what people do is Monday to Friday, they stick to that goal of what is supposed to be split evenly over seven days. But then Saturday and Sunday, they have 500 extra calories Saturday, 500 uh, extra calories on Sunday. And all of a sudden, their weekly total is up 1,000. And that's the gap between being in a deficit yeah. to being to maintenance yeah. and yeah. maintain that week. And uh, I think that's what people always slip up on weekends. But they don't, I, I just think also from what I've seen over the years is like people don't, again, I'll go back to the accountability thing, is they, they, don't, they don't give it enough time for, for for one, and yeah, secondly, yeah. they they the little they don't track the little things like you were saying. Like I just had a, it was only a biscuit. They add only, up, mate. Right, listen, the biscuits are not going to make you overweight. Mm. But if you fucking add up any of them biscuits you ate over seven days, I bet it's a lot. Yeah. If you're honest, because I always say to people like the one Mars bar is not going to make a difference. You could put weight on by eating like chicken and avocado because everyone thinks avocado is like fucking superfood. Right, but the point is, it's the amount of food you're going to consume, isn't it? Yeah. If you fancy eating a, a bag of crisps, have a fucking bag of crisps. For yeah. Christ's sake, live a life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But what they then don't do is take into account. It's only a bag of crisps. Yeah, but you said that this morning. Yeah. Then you said that at lunchtime. Then you said that the next. 
Do you know what I mean? Oh, I'm feeling tired, I'm just gonna have a bag of crisps. Yeah, but you did that last night, the night before, the night before, the night before that. That's where they forget, do you yeah. know what I mean? It's only a bag of crisps. Yeah, no, it's only a bag of crisps if it was just a bag of crisps. Yeah. You know what I mean? The two, the two together that cause the problems are just going a little bit over and then not being active. Yeah. So if you're inactive, you're going surplus calories daily for a, a few days and whatever. Over a period of time, that compounding kind of action together creates surplus and your body starts storing fat. And that's why people don't notice weight gain as well because you only got to be in such a small surplus. That's it. For years and, and then it just creeps up on you without you even realising. That's it. I think that, you know, the nutrition intervention as it is, I think we've evolved it because originally we ran it on Facebook, which, which wasn't, mm-hmm. it's a good way of getting information out there, but it was limiting in terms of tracking people. So we've now got obviously the app that we're using that plugs into wearables and all the rest of it, which is a much better way of tracking data from our point of view as well. When you look onto, this is subject to people actually tracking and doing what they're meant to be doing. So the onus is still on them from that point of view. But when we actually log on to someone's profile, we can see the last week, the last two weeks of what's been going on and give more accurate feedback. Mm-hmm. And that's massive from, from that, mm-hmm. that side of things, which I know you're going to talk about a little bit as well, a little yeah. bit more from like the app and, and how that's been a benefit to us. But the nuts and bolts of it have always been the same. It's, it's understanding your energy needs, basically what you put into your body and, and that interaction between the two. Sustainability as well. It's huge. And then it's like, as Glyn's saying there, like the, 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 the overarching thing is once this stops, we've, our job is to give you the tools to carry on. Yeah. We don't want to stop and then you're like, well, what, you know, what am I going to do? And the goal of it is to be intuitive with your body's energy needs. You should understand roughly where you need to be because we don't want to be counting calories for us. No, and that's, and that's that, key. We always <coughs> say that. Everything <coughs> what's your body's energy? How do you feel? What's your energy like? And that's, and that's how we always relate it back to that. And that's one of the most powerful things. Yeah, because not... even, even when we have the, on the apps and that, you'll see people that have massively increased their output. Like they've done 30,000 steps and been to the gym or done boot camp. And, you just think, and then I'll reply to them and go, you need to eat more. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but I'm, I'm only 100 calories under my target. I'm like, yeah, but you've tripled your output. You've tripled your output. So yeah. eat more. Oh, calories. yeah, but I don't want to put weight on. You're fucking not. Your output's now shot right up. Yeah. Refill yourself. Yeah. And then the more you, the more we can interact with people and drum that into them, the more they, real, the more they realise, do you know what I mean? Maybe in the future, I mean, we might get some feedback off this. It might be, it might be a way of doing things that we start to say, look... We've got four coaches. They're all specialists in whatever we're specialists in. You know, won't go into that that piece. And you get to choose. So you, you know, that might be, but might be an angle on it from a from a slightly different view. But I think, yeah, I mean, what we're doing essentially, the information is the information. That doesn't change. It's we've got more um, guidance on what each individual's doing, so we can give more accurate let's, feedback. Let's, let's let's talk about this then. So why do we think after a certain period that people drop off? Because we, the, 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 we know this, this, our intervention works. We know it works. The process has been proven. We've done it so many times. But people have to stick to it. Like, it's like anything. We have to be accountable. But why do we think after a certain time period, people will drop off? I, would, I, I know you've got a big thing on this. I think, yeah. I think <clears> firstly, <throat> if anyone watching this has done it, please comment. Let us know why. You didn't maybe see it all the way through and whatnot, and then we'll yeah, be interesting to know why. Yeah, drop drop a comment yeah. and let us know what you guys think as well. Because well, at the end so of the day, why, why, do, why do you? Think and one of the one of the main reasons that I would say is you kind of covered this earlier, but unrealistic expectations of what they're going to achieve initially. Mm. So if someone's not seeing those initial results off the bat within a week or two weeks, and they, they've only lost a pound, which by the way is great progress, and that's not good enough to them, then they're 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 not going to be in the right headspace to continue. They're not going to be um, motivated enough. Um, so I would say a real lack of patience um, and unexpected, uh, sorry, unrealistic expectations um, initially. 
Um, but also, um, I, I don't know. I'm gonna have to have to think about that one. I'm gonna have to reword that one. I think as well. Like, sorry, mate. Go on. To be clear, as well, yeah. Most people are looking to lose weight. As Lynn's rightly said, we're looking mm-hmm. to lose fat. We're trying to set your body up to metabolize fat in, in its most effective form. There's only one real way, that, real way that could be done. Deficit, yeah, but it's got to be a deficit in a sweet spot, which is about 10 to 15%. So what we're saying is, to get into the nitty-gritty of it, we're putting, holding your body in a deficit. We want to metabolise fat, but not at the expense of muscle. And that, is, that seems to be a big issue for people. People want to put themselves in a big deficit and lose weight. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not, that's, not we're tr- that's not what we're trying to achieve. We're trying to metabolise fat, and there's a big difference. Yeah. I, I think there's, there's that. So agreeing with, with you, Will. And then secondly, I think, when we get to the point where we start looking at, so we do the first 30 days tracking calories and understand energy needs. As soon as we start talking about macronutrients, and in particular protein, which is the only one that we track, that throws people. And there's a couple of things with that that I think pops up that, that, that basically chucks people off balance. And I think um, the minute you introduce a protein target, if you're on quite low calories, you can't eat you know, rubbish food sources. Mm-hmm. It starts to naturally direct you into like more whole foods. It starts to restrict yeah. you into better, better food yeah. choices. And you get, more bang, you get more bang for your buck from whole foods, right? And I think so that, that's a bit of a wake-up call for people. They then realise that the bag of crisps is not an option because they just haven't got the fucking calories to, mm-hmm. you know, to get away with it. They'll miss their protein. So that, that shift is a big one. And that we, we, we do tend to get a bit of watershed there. I think it's important at that point not to overwhelm people. And that's, again... Why we yeah. look at protein is the, more, the most kind of most important macro that we're looking at, and we're not looking at carbs and fats as an initial starting point. Is because we don't want to throw everything at someone fr- from from the beginning who's never tracked their calories before. Now you're not only telling them to track their calories, you're tra- telling them to track their training, their sleep, their steps, their carbs, their Sleep's fats, and their protein, and then it's like all of a sudden it's a like bit it's too overwhelming. Much. Don't it's way it too overwhelming. Though, how I I, I do. Every- when people, you know, I, I check their, their stats and stuff, and I'm like, how have you only got 50 grams of protein in today? I mean, I... I you, could, you could get that. That's massive. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I, massive. I, I, message of, oh, I just couldn't get any more in. And like, that's oh. like a chicken breast. Yeah. Like, how, what, yeah. The, what the fuck did you eat for lunch? But, and I don't get it. Like, how people can eat, it's, not hear it. Because getting protein is, I think, personally, easy. It's extreme. It's really Bread, pasta, oats, all that. They've all got protein in it anyway. Add that on top of your natural protein sources. Yeah. Like shit, the bed. A couple of Greek yogurts, whatever, thrown mm. in there. It's not hard. But that's, that, the, that's the great thing about the app is that, that I think we, it's, we it's can look back. Knowing through. that that is an option, whereas I think I think people are conditioned in the mindset where they can't be having. Well, most things. women, most women tend to think I can't eat too much protein. I get bigger muscle. Mm. It's never going to happen. No. How many times have you? I mean, this is one thing that's right on social media, ladies. You're not going to get bigger muscle. You don't have enough testosterone. Yep. Right. Yeah. What, it's um, not going to happen. What, so protein is the big one, right? And it is really, most people that come onto this challenge and, and that do this 60 day challenge, whatever, it's really low. And that, that always baffles me as well. It's like, how can we not be eating? Yeah. Funny, if they've got dietary requirements and maybe they're, you know, they don't eat meat or they don't eat fish, fish is a Vegans all, they do struggle to get protein. Fish, yeah. fish is a good one because it's, it's really low calories and it's just packed full of, it's pretty much all protein, isn't it? But that seems to be a massive issue, that shift onto, onto protein. I think for us, though, it's really important that we get people to walk away from the end of the 60 days and, have, and look at things intuitively. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Know that they look when they go out for dinner or they, they're not counting calories, they know that when they make their scrambled eggs and they put 10 eggs in there with butter and milk, they know that's fucking too much. 
They know it is because they've counted it in the past. Yeah. They mm. don't need us to go... You get a feel for it. How many fucking calories you had in your scrambled eggs? Yeah. You know I mean? you, like, and, that's, and that's the key. You want it to be intuitive because that's how you learn. Try. It's like today, like I said to you earlier, today I'm, I'm sitting on my arse all day, right? I'm not having any carbs today. That's not because I'm a carbophobe. I fucking eat a lot of them. But I'm eating a lot more fats today. Yeah. So I'm not gonna, I'm, I know I'm going to increase my fats intuitively. I'm having less carbs because I know there's got to be a balance somewhere. somewhere. Do you know what I mean? That's where that's just where it comes from that like that knowledge and experience and that's all we're trying to do. Trying to do is to yeah. pass on to other people. And mm. that's and that's the key to the program is we want people to get to the end of it and not have to do it again. We want it. them to just go and go. Oh, you've learned it now. Let's you just go and do it now. You don't need us unless you 100 percent need the accountability all the time. No. You should be at a position now after the 60 days to go. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah. That's Pretty, exactly what it's about about building habits. But it's about building and if it. you start comparing that to fad diets and anything else, like if, again, if I use Slimming World as an example here. Slimming World tells you exactly what you need to consume, not calorie-wise, but they'll give you the meals and you'll follow that for a particular period of time. And then when you finish that, yes, you might have got the results, but they hold you a certain amount of distance away from what the actual, what you're actually supposed to be yeah. doing, that you end up coming back because you go back into your yeah. old old habits, old ways and, and gain the weight again and then I go back and repeat. I wouldn't dream of telling anybody, look, on Monday, you've got to eat this. Yeah. Because for me... I'm, I'm not qualified to do that because no. someone should have done you, that person should have done like a an allergy test against you know what works for them what doesn't there, it's, it's a minefield from that point there's of view a, there's, a, there's a multitude of reasons why that person's maybe eating that I'd rather say to someone what have you eaten let me look at it I had that how about you think about eating this as an alternative you give them options massively you know what I mean like what, you know the, the classic thing's fasting everyone talks about fasting I'm not against it does it work for me does it bollocks well, I wake up in the morning I'm hungry Right, I need to eat, I've got a fast metabolism, that's my body, right? Yeah. Some people love it. I say to some of my clients, if you're really not hungry in the morning and you don't have time and you're really genuinely not hungry till lunchtime, it's gonna work perfect for you. Like find yeah. what works for yeah. you. It's no point me saying, like, you know, I know, I know trainers in the past that have openly said, well like, I know if, if I if I get a client I tell them they need to lose weight, I'll tell them to go to be vegan. And I'm like, why? Well, because I'm vegan. What the fuck's that got to do with it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's irrelevant. Just because <clears throat> what works for you doesn't work for someone else. Mm. Find what works around there. That's the, the point individual. of the 60. We're finding what works. Because everybody on that EBC 60 is different. Yeah. And every single one of their plans is different. Some people will like eating eggs in the morning. Some people can't stomach eggs in the morning. They'd rather have a fucking yogurt or a cup of tea. But when it's all dialed back, it's to do with that number. Exactly it's always going to come back exactly to that, that number. We're operating, we're operating as well out of scientific principle. So the principles yeah. that are employed on that, on that programme are the principles that, you know, they govern you know, our back. body. Yeah, yeah, our body. So, you know, from that side of it, and kind of what Glyn's saying there as well, we're trying to give people options around, you know, so it's flexible. Because I, I, going too restrictive on nutrition is... You know, it's, it's a just tough not one. sustainable. It's not sustainable, and that's not what we're about. We no. want the sustainability. No. So let's talk a little bit about like the structure of the sixty then for for people that have never done it before. So first thirty days, we're always looking at a habit habit tracking, building in good habits, understanding your daily understanding energy, understanding your body, your numbers, your, yeah, and, and getting ta- you to taking a look within. Is yeah. it, if you look at it like that, and what does it mean to you a little bit? And what am I doing here? Yeah. yeah, understanding what they're actually doing on a daily basis because. Like you said earlier, Will, most people don't actually know where they're going wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's until they start writing it down, they go, because like any client I've ever had over the years, like wants me to look at their diet, and I'm like, first thing I need you to do is write me down what you've been eating for the last week or two. 
Like no. literally, don't Everything. deviate from food, timings, nothing. This was like this 10 odd years ago. F- food Just write yeah. it down for me. Right, it comes in red, red marker. Right, do you know what I mean? And, and then you mark and they're like that. Ah. Oh shit, yeah. I thought it was only one biscuit. Yeah, but it's one biscuit. How many times in that week? Yeah. Uh, do you know what I mean? They're like, yeah. oh shit, yeah. Classic, classic. I it's, remember, it's true though, isn't it? I remember um, looking at someone's diary a few years back and he was... He was He'd done really well at the start, lost, lost a load of weight and just completely plateaued. And basically I found an app um, that, that tracked alcohol and t- converted alcohol into like calories. And it was... Do you know the name of that app? Because I had a conversation about this the other day and I didn't know the name of this it. This was a while back, I'll find it. But, and we'll maybe stick on the bottom idea. of this. But, um, how many pints would turn it into like a clears or something? So like one, one, <laughs> one, 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 pint, <laughs> one pint of beer is like pretty much eating a Mars bar and you've you got blokes going out drinking like 10, 15 pints mm. of beer. And then, so being a deficit all week, good as gold, trained like an absolute trooper, got to the weekend, all went back, yeah. and another yeah. 2,000 calories on alcohol alone. Yeah. And again, like that, it's just understanding that balance. And I think that's the first, that was our biggest bugbear with the whole industry was people were so quick to get to jump into it and get really complicated and really, really sciencey and really, really nitty gritty. When let's back it up, let's look at how active are we? How much food do we put into our system daily? What do your numbers look like? And that's, that's where we started it. Um, there's another bit as well like, that, that gets misconstrued that probably be worth talking about, supplementation. You know, around... around su- worms that one? Mm. Around supplementation. Most and, of them don't work. And our, <laughs> m- or our view was always very much food first and supplement second. Mm-hmm. So the, what's the, called a supplement. That's right, it's a food supplement. So like, if you were, I mean, I guess the most obvious one would be um, protein shakes. If you're... If you've done a really, really hard session or you've done a, you know, you've played a, a game of something, you know, 90 minutes, a couple of hours long, or you've done a really long ride, whatever it is, you've been out and ru- like did a, done a long run or whatever, protein shake, no dramas, get it in. But it should never be the primary. It should always be food yeah, first. It should never be a meal replacement, no. which is what people, which is, um, this, people get confused. A top yeah. up. A top they've, up. All, they've also, been, that's all scientifically proven, <coughs> like a myth now, isn't it? That anabolic window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 45 minute, a minute anabolic window, which we all probably got, well, I know we and him, me and Jim did years ago. It's like, you've got to get it in within 45 <laughs> minutes. But now this completely debunked. It's like, as long as you eat your protein target. what they used to call the golden hour. Yeah, as long as you eat your protein target, the thing is, the yeah. protein shakes. No one's. I don't think anybody's ever got a problem with protein shakes. I, I, They're useful. I useful. Love them useful. 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 Sweet tooth. So. I quite like them. Yeah. But the problem with a lot of protein shakes is they're full of shit. Mm-hmm. They're, they're packed full of shit. Do you know what I mean? So, and the other supplement that I think, which I religiously take every single day is creatine. And don't even start him. No, I can't. We'll be here all day. We'll be here all day. He did his dissertation. dissertation. <laughs> Went to uni. At university. That's right. There's That's nothing right. he doesn't know about the staff. That's right. But again, they're two substances that work really well. Everything else, oh, caffeine, that's another one you could technically use. But apart from that, there isn't much else you need in the supplement world. You know, and you should be getting all your protein really from whole foods, if yeah. anything. And a supplement is a supplement. A second, secondary. A secondary, <clears throat> a secondary source. As simple as that. And yeah. exactly what you said, like meal replacements. I mean, the things that baffles me about meal replacements, right, is if you look at like a liquid food, you might have different opinions on this, it's technically pre-digested. Because what's your stomach got to do once you've drunk it, pass it through. Pass it through. It doesn't got to break it down, doesn't make you feel full, right? So the problem is, it's all well and good with this 
like this, I won't name the names, right? But there's certain ones out there that go, and it's all natural vitamins. They're, like, they're brilliant, great. But I fucking guarantee you, after an hour drinking that, you'll be hungry still. Yeah. Because whoever, whoever's, how do you ever get full from drinking liquid? Boom, just go straight through you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So guess what? You're going to increase your calorie input because you're, you've drunk that. Drink that annually. You've drunk that three, 400, 500 calorie shake and you're like, meal replacement. Yeah. And now, literally half an hour, an hour later, I'm hungry. I, I need some substance What about if you blend something? So if you like um, blended, aren't they? Like you, you took, a, took a breakfast or whatever and blended it up. Essentially, you're increasing the surface area so it'd be easier to digest, right? So yeah, but there's a correlation between... You'd absorb it. There's a correlation between chewing food yeah, yeah. and being full, isn't there? It sends yeah. a signal to yeah, your yeah. brain to tell you that you're full. That's the point. So when you chew food, when you just go... <laughs> there's no... There's no... There's no Recall back to the yeah. So when you actually eat food... Your brain's being told that you're chewing, you're going to digest it because you build up the saliva, the 100%. acid, da, 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 and all that kind of stuff, which is why food is much better than just neck and a shake. It's not natural, is it? No. You know? I think a lot of what we've done over the, you know, over the time that we've been doing this, we've, we've always like, kept it quite simple, kept it factual-based and principle-based, and we've always directed people into like, whole foods, yeah. really. Yeah. And That's, what works for you. Yeah. That's, that's it in a nutshell. It's quite simple. The tough bit is making people stick to it. Mm. It's the same thing with, with training, really. It's all about, it's coined these days, strategy of adherence. What keeps someone going back? And that's the, that's the tough question that I think a lot of people in the fitness, fitness industry are, are trying to ask and trying to answer. I think the food's the same as training, though, isn't it? You've got to find what you enjoy. <coughs> yeah. don't, don't stick to a diet plan and... and, and Etc. That you're just not going to enjoy doing. No. You're never going to stick to it. It's the same as training. Uh, yeah. I don't want to give. I don't give a shit if you like CrossFit or Zumba. Like, are, are you are you active and do you enjoy it? Yeah, then you're going to stick to it. Do you know what I mean? Like I said to done this and talked before. Like when we, you talk about like keto as an example. Like genuinely, I reckon I could do the carnival diet because I love steak. I yes. could eat steak every single meal, no problem whatsoever. But I also fucking love sourdough mm-hmm. bread. And I like Agreed. the blueberries, and I like yeah. the Greek yogurt, and I love grass-fed butter smothered all over my toast. So, am I going to really going to stick to the carnival? Probably last a week, yeah. and then I'll be like, oh, sourdough, you know. So, it, find what you're going to stick to. Long That's the crazy thing about. It. I think people restrict themselves to the point they just fall off that wagon too yeah. quickly. You know? Yeah, it's because they're just not that quick. It's always a quick fix. It's the same with everything. I have conversations with clients where initially they start, and this isn't nutrition. This is actually training side of things, but they'll tell me that because they're motivated in that period of time, they want to start. They'll say, yeah, I can train six days a week. And I'll just tell them to take a step back from it, slow down a little bit. What is realistic for you yeah. to train? So if you start at six days a week and then first week, oh, I can't do one of those sessions. I've done five next week. I've missed two of them. You're going to start getting a bit of a sad on about it that you aren't completing all your sessions. Yeah. And you're just like going to quit. Yeah, yeah, doesn't it? Absolutely. So start, start at the start lowest, right, start yeah. at the minimal, like what yeah. we do with EBC60. We don't... In, um, integrate protein until what after after 30 days is it yeah after 30 days yeah. it's the same thing with training same thing with that is start at what is the, the minimum nail that and then progress from there when you're yeah. in a position to do so oh it's got to be progressive I think if you throw too much at someone too quick mm-hmm. then it just it, it just doesn't happen there's too much to change too much to consider it's like overload isn't it yep. and that's the, that's a tough thing but I mean sorry going back to your, your question we've progressed it with, with the app um that's a really that was Will was instrumental in that, like you know, bringing the app in, and it's that's a really really good tool to be able to track people and not just what they're eating and how active they are, also their recovery times, mm. how much they sleep. I feel yeah, the, huge. The, the app's really important now because it digs into a lot deeper um, than just protein, um, calories, and, and energy expenditure on a daily basis. It's also looking at all the other factors that aren't 
I call those three, first of all, my, my three daily non-negotiables, protein, calories, steps. But everything outside of that, training, amount of sleep you're getting, the amount of water you're consuming on a daily basis are all still really important factors. And it allows us to really deep dive into all of them and, and get an accurate... Um, Accurate, what's the word I'm looking for? Get a big picture, accurate data, accurate, accurate picture, picture, picture on, yeah. on what on what it, exactly we are consuming and, and what we're doing on a daily what, basis. What, what advice do you think we could give then? Some of these people watching this that are uh, like complete beginners and they want to they want to, they're on a journey. Listen to this and they're thinking, right, tomorrow, tomorrow's Monday. To start Monday, that classic. Right, mm-hmm. what would you say? What's the you know, they, they, they live in America, they've got nothing to do with us over in Essex, you know, what, what's going to be their first steps, really, for them? I just made a TikTok on this and it went viral, by the way. Did it? 500k views. Um, anyway. I can't remember what I said. <laughs> <laughs> well, so well, I made well, a TikTok on what I would do if I woke up, if I woke up tomorrow, a few no, no, heavier. And essentially... Listen, watching this now, what's the first thing they should really do? The first thing that I would do, and I made it really simple because I wasn't actually looking at calorie intake on that. All Sorry, I said was t- basically... Will? I wasn't looking at calories initially, but my opinion on this would be to start creating good habits. So I would have three meals a day that would be high in protein. I would have two snacks a day. I would train three to five days a week. I would go out for a walk for an hour a day and I would get seven to nine hours of sleep a night. I would drink three liters of water. And that sounds like a lot, but when you actually break it down, it's things that we all do on a daily basis anyway. You should not actually add in loads of different extra things to your life, apart from just looking to improve in different areas. Maybe your sleep needs improvement. Maybe you're consuming too much, reduce your portion sizes a little bit. Maybe you're not having any protein with any of your meals. Maybe that you're over-consuming because you aren't allowing yourself to have a snack or two throughout the day. What, so what, those kind of things what as well. What about would be a good idea then for someone, let's say like someone's an absolute fucking... New, new starter here, right? Mm. You know, you're talking about writing food diaries and stuff. What about if someone was to sit down with the diary and go, right, I'm going to write down my current activity level, my current input of food, so they actually have an idea where they're at before they move into those steps of going forward. Does that make sense? Yeah, then what I would start, obviously, from, from, that, um, from the data from that, you could kind of, you'd be able to pick up initially where someone's going wrong. But then what I would do is, how I always start with my clients, what I call the three daily non-negotiables. So, we would look at a calorie in, uh, calorie intake, how many calories do they need to consume on a daily basis and a weekly basis in order to lose body fat consistently, but at a sustainable rate that it's not too quick and, and you're going to come off track and overly restrict yourself. So you don't want to drop calories too low too quick. Um, and the way that I do that initially is I'll find body weight in pounds and times it by 10. That's going to give you your starting point. That's all I do on a calculator. Um, and that works for most people. Then I look at protein intake, 1.6 grams of protein per kilo of body weight is like an ideal range. But again, I tell people not to focus too much on, on hitting their protein bang on. I have a kind of like to have a bit of leeway with it. So if you're, if you times your body weight, um, in kilos by 1.6 and it came back and you needed 150 grams of protein, I would always tell people anything between 130 to 160 is like a sweet zone. So you don't have to be too overly obsessed with that. Just get it within that range. And then the last thing I'd look at is energy expenditure. So how much you actually moving because people, um, and I think, I put this on Instagram once before and you, you, you commented something about it. I'm not sure if you agree with me or not, but people got um, or get overly obsessed when they get older that they blame everything on age, but they don't actually consider how, how much more active they were as a kid. Oh, so the reason that you are gaining weight is because you're becoming more sedentary yeah. as you get oh, older. Yeah, massively, and massively. Not agree with that. People, before, people are quick to blame back, age. Back for it, I think. On that. <laughs> backing up on that, I think, as well, before you start on some of this stuff, I think 
we'd already covered it, but is it a good time for you? Because if you've got a lot going on, mm -hmm. I think, you're, you're, and you're looking to make some changes, it needs to be the right time. It needs to be a priority to you right now. And, and also, it needs to be the time for it. Yeah, it also, be, identify yeah. if you're going to, before you make a change, why are you doing it? What's the purpose? Like, what, if you're trying to, if you've got an event coming in eight weeks' time or 10 weeks' time or whatever it is, and you've got something hanging over you, great. Use that to be purposeful. I think, you know, if someone wants to lose weight, then that's, that's different, or they're, they're looking to burn some fat over a period of time or whatever it is, but hang something against it. That's, that means something to you. This is exactly That's the conversation massive. I have on, on consultation calls with people is um, <clears throat> is figuring out what their reason why is. And, and we actually, on the, the last EBC 60, we questioned in the group, didn't we? And I had put a question there within the group that me and Wes were on. And I just said to everyone, what is the reason you started EBC 60? And people will come back, I want to lose a little bit of weight. I want to do this, I want to do that. And then to that response, I would reply and say, why? And then they dig a little bit deeper into it. And then to that response, I'd say, why? And eventually just you come out going. with this answer. Yeah as to why it's really, really important to them and why they've why? started and what is their reason why. And you, yeah. you end up finding that out as opposed to someone just telling you, I'm going to lose a bit of body fat. And that's because when having, it becomes more important to yeah. them. Uh, effectively, having a smaller ass is going to be, like, why you're motivated is going to be something that drives you. But once that goes, after a period of time, and invariably that will, mm -hmm. whatever you're left with, whatever the reason you started and whatever you, why you started, has got to be more important why you're not doing it. And I think that's really important to identify that early on with people without a shadow of a doubt. Again, it comes back to why people, some people stick it in, some people don't. Yeah. We'd be really, by the way, and you've already said it as well, Wes, if, if anybody has got any feedback that, that's done it, and we're more than open to, to yeah, improve this. Send it over, for sure. I think people just need to, again, know their why, be accountable to where they've got, where they're going wrong, you know, and, and be patient, the fact that it's gonna take time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you know, if you if you if you don't have any of those, you're not going to get anywhere. Find a process that works for you, um, and a diet that works for you, or you want to call it a diet or a training plan, or whatever it is. You just need to find what works for you around your lifestyle. Yeah. You've got busy kids. You know, you hear people. Oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. You you, you do if you can find it. And I, if and, it means and, enough, you'll yeah, find time. Yeah. Like we're, we're we're like dads. We know how fucking hard it can be. Yeah. But you do like you, what you said. You've got to prioritize it. Yeah. And it sounds quite selfish, but your health and fitness it should be a selfish. It thing. needs to be a priority. Well, for, it needs I mean, to be a I priority. say that all the time. I say if if you are busy, but you don't look after you, well, you're the first you're thing that's going to gonna crash. It's yeah. like having a car not MOT in it. Yeah. You've got to look after you. If you want everything else to run around you and work around you, well, you've got to look after you as number yeah. one. It's really it's, you don't. It's, again, we'll go back, you know, the, the same thing I mentioned in the, the a previous chat is like, also, it's good for your mental health. If yeah. you train, it makes you feel better. Do you know what I mean? So in turn, you're going to be a nicer person when you're around people. Mm. You're probably going to be a little bit less snappy to your other half and your kids. All that kind of stuff. It's, there's, there's a lot of benefits to being accountable and being um, uh, dedicated. Yeah. It's a, it's, I'll say it's as simple as that, but once you get the, the ball rolling on that one, it's also, I could always say it's a little bit of discipline with it. Be disciplined. Discipline massive. Be yeah. disciplined with it. And if yeah. you have the opportunities to do so as well, like obviously where, where we all technically can create our own schedules, right, around clients and whatnot, for me, I put training in my diary before anything before else goes else. in. Yeah. 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 And, that, and it, then it becomes a priority. I can yeah. work around it. And otherwise, I'll end up making the excuse if I can't find time to train because I've got to go and do this and I've got to go and do that. No one's if I plan enough time within No one's going to make the time for you, are they? No, the day no. You've it's funny actually because I, I, I don't do it very often, but if I've got a day where I've got, say, meetings, clients and chat to do whatever, if I, and I know my day's getting full, that's when I will literally put in and out, I'm like, ah, I'll put, I'll just put training. Mm -hmm. Because if somewhere I get a phone call, oh, can you book me in here? I'm like, no. Nah. 
It's got to be blocked. That's, that's my hour. Yeah. And you ain't and you need, yeah, you need that. You ain't having that. We, we've had this discussion before about how you, how you feel, uh, and me especially, if I miss a day of training. It's like something's completely missing. Yeah. And, and I just, even when I'm, I'll get in a bed that night and I'll be like fucking itching, like I need to go and but do David something. David Goggins said it. He said, don't, re- don't never wake up and regret it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you just get out there and do it because you're never going to regret the workout you did. No. Mm. Simple as that. Re- only one to regret is the one you miss. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, like I'm, you know, I'm going away, I'm going away so for nearly two weeks. Lines. Got it in there. I'm going away for nearly two weeks on Wednesday. You think I'm not going to train? Oh, I'm going to train all the time. It makes me a better person. Mm. And I, I don't feel so shitty when I'm sitting around on the beach with playing with the kids. I feel better in myself. I'm going to be more relaxed. Yeah. You know, because it is a, it is a necessity for me, without a doubt. And that's where... I think where a lot of people that I see go wrong with the food and the training, it is not a necessity for them. And then you stand in the mirror and you go, Don't, I, I, I put weight on this because you're not making it a priority. Yeah. I know it's difficult. I'm not saying it is really easy. I'm not saying you can train six days a week, but you have to make it a priority. You have to say, yeah. well, if I've got time to go and do, I don't know, pop to the shops or go and grab a coffee from Costa or whatever, I've got time to go for a run or I've got time to go and do some bodyweight workout or swing a kettlebell for half an hour whatever it might be do you know what I mean yeah you know stop finding excuses I know that's quite a common thing and easy for people like us to say I guess we're in the fitness industry but But that's the reality of it it is the unfortunately like if it it means enough you'll do it yeah and I always tell that to people so first 30 days is very much focusing on all creating the habits that we're speaking about second 30 days about implementation looking a bit more into the macros and things like that and I believe there'll be a few changes up there I know Will's going to oversee the 60 and I think the app that we've moved on to now is probably one of the most amazing things Valuable that we've done that, probably in the last year or so with regards to the EBC 60 um, and I feel it's just going to keep developing off the back of that mm. got any more on the app? yeah I mean as in where we'd, where we'd like to go off the back of it yeah I think so yeah, I mean there's plenty of options of what we could do um, following on from EBC, EBC 60 but one thing which it isn't is, is a one to one coaching program you're not specifically taking one person through the entire process we're taking a, a big group of people through it um, and so there is some options following on from from in the future from EBC 60s is to um, keep people on the app and like you were saying at the start if we were to look at niching down in specific areas for each person and then whoever fits within that niche will then be looked after by that by that uh, person essentially having an online PT one to one um, but look more specifically into their goals and needs and to help them work towards their goal because EBC 60 is more of a, of a habit builder um, and creating those habits over the first 60 days and then following on from that, once those habits are kind of built and they're, they're set in stone, then you can look to really push towards the, their, their individual goals, I think. I'd like to maybe, you know, look at a little bit more. The, it's got a lot of capability, hasn't it, to, to deliver um, training programs for people. Oh yeah, so yeah. much. Tra- training is a big thing that, that again, you'll, you'll be really good on that, Glenn, I think you'll have... Uh... Yeah. So like from a, from a point where, you know, a lot of our, our guys maybe use a gym or do some strength sessions and mm-hmm. maybe we can plug into some of those and give them some support around the strength sessions that they're doing. Yeah, there's so much we can incorporate. So that's, that's something that we're looking at um, to progress it. But I think all in all, it's just such a great tool to, to get a, a better picture of what each individual is going on. And then we can part with our speciality and you know our expertise yeah, around giving people advice and I mean, the back I think of it. some of the results that we've seen off of people i mean bill in particular in witten over 22 mm. kilos again, or something it's, like it's that. More, yeah it's more it's than just phenomenal the results that people as well. have been having and it's what's built for him in particular it's become set in stone now it's his life exactly. and he the tracks funny, outside the of it is, 
you, you've, you've just literally mentioned the before and after picture. That's the one thing we're not chasing. Yeah. We're not saying to people at the end of it, that. brilliant, well done for completing your 60 days, now send me your after picture. Yeah. We do say to people, if you've got, if you're comfortable with your results and that, so let's have a look, because yeah. aesthetics... It's good to see. It, it's good to see, because it's not for us, for them, because they yeah. go, oh, fucking hell, because they go, I don't think I've lost a lot of weight. Taking your after picture yet? No, take the picture, come back to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh shit, look and at the difference. So, I'm like, absolutely. brilliant. But the thing is, there's a lot of companies out there, and I know for a fact are literally chasing your after picture. Yeah. They, I know for a fact, they, they are dehydrating you, they are doing everything they can, like a competition, like a genuine photo shoot, just for the after picture. And that's wrong, that's, that's fake. Yeah. If you're doing a photo shoot, that's different. Staying on stage, that's different. But when you're doing it purely just to prove that your concept or your, your, your intervention that you're trying to sell is that good that you need to force someone to dehydrate themselves to get their after picture, that's wrong. We don't do that. That's we just ridiculous. get natural process pictures. Our values as well, uh, as we've already covered in, in some of the other podcasts, like, it's about your overall health and fitness and well-being. Like, we do a fitness test as part of this that, that people do at the start and at the end. And lo and behold, people are a little bit quicker over a K, or if they do a step test, their, their lung capacity is a little bit, little bit better, a little bit more efficient. They're, they're fitter and healthier, effectively, and also they've, they've, they look a little bit better mm, with no absolutely. clothes on, simple mm. as that. And that's, that's, that's essentially yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. That's what we are, that's what we all, yeah. we've always been, really. Yeah, for sure. So guys, the next EBC 60 will go live September. September, we said? Yep. Mm-hmm. We'll go live September. Applications, or sorry, process to book in will be attached to the bottom of this um, podcast as well as on all our social media platforms. Please, if you're not sure, speak to your instructor. They'll be able to give you some more information on it. Um, other than that, guys, have a great day.